at somebody, tell them week three, while out. Look at somebody else, tell them week three, while out. Look at somebody else, tell them, I'm so, you, you look so good today. Look at, look at, look at somebody else, tell them, tell them, that's a great top. And give somebody a high five, tell them, I'm so glad I'm sitting next to you. It's good. Good, good, good. How, you, how y'all feeling today? You good? Are you, uh, are you, are you ready to go home? It's like a mixed crowd. It's kind of a mixed answer. Uh, anybody super tired this morning? Let's, uh, okay, a little, little national poll here, all right? Who got their doctor-recommended eight hours of sleep last night? Anybody? Okay, all right. All right, it's good. It's healthy. It's healthy. It's good. What about my, like, still, still in the range, recommended, but not eight. Who got like that, that six to seven timeline there? Anybody there in that? Okay. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. Where, this is where it starts to get fun and people start getting a little crazy. Uh, week three, while out. Where are my four and five hour people? Four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. All right. All right. We hours in the morning. Where's like, who's in that one to three camp? Anybody? <laughs> Feeling like a little bit of a zombie this morning. Any, did anybody, anybody actually not sleep last night? <laughs> that ain't healthy. Go see your doctor. That's not, that's not good. That's not good. I'll tell you what. Um, I don't know about you guys. I, I have had an incredible week here at Surf City this week. Have you? Do you, do you feel like... Do you feel like, especially in these final days, that you've, you've made every hour, every moment count? You think so? That's good. Guys, I, I have so enjoyed hanging out with you, getting to know so many of you, and sharing this time uh, right here with you as we figure out who Jesus is and the life that he invites us to. Um, you know, I hope as we've been talking about that, that it speaks to probably the most important question anybody can ever ask you or any question you can ever ask yourself, and that is this. Who am I and why am I here? Right? And here as in like, okay, sure, maybe Surf City, but like, why, am I, why do I exist? Like, what's, wh- why am I alive? You know, who, who am I and why am I here? And those are definitely questions that like I've tried to answer all throughout my life. Maybe you've been in the same place and you kind of answer it differently as you grow up, right? right? Like when, when somebody, like when you're real little and somebody asks you who you are, you're like, you just, I'm, you know, I would have been like, uh, I'm Jason. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> like, that's, that's who I am, right? As I get a little bit older, someone says, who are you? you like, uh, okay, um, I think I'm like one of the soccer kids, or I think like I'm one of the football kids, or something like that. And you try to like align yourself with certain groups of people. You start to get a little bit older. Someone says, who are you? And you're like, oh, okay, um, I think I'm one of the, the good kids. Like, I kind of know like these people, and they act this way, and I don't act this way, or I do act this way. And, and we're always on this journey of like maybe answering that question differently. Like, who am I? What do I do? Why am I here? And, and I'm hoping that this week, you've got a little bit of a glimpse of something, that, that the life that we're supposed to live is way more than ordinary. It's anything but ordinary. A lot of times, I, I, think, I think we settle for ordinary when it comes to our life, which is funny because like, we don't settle for ordinary anywhere else, right? Like You get something, and you're like, yeah, I have this 
but I want the new thing. Like, I want the bigger and better thing. Like, yeah, like the, the headphones that came with my, with my iPhone work fine, but you know I want AirPods. I don't speak broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're like, maybe you get a little bit older, right? And like, you get like a car. I mean, you got a car, but then you're like, man, but my friend's got a nicer car. Like, I kind of want to, like, like, we're never settling for just like what's average or just what's ordinary. And so what I wanted, the, the last thing I want to talk about today is this. Why do we settle for ordinary when it comes to our lives? Why do we settle for ordinary when it comes to our lives? Here, here's what ordinary is. I, I, I think as we kind of go back home and we go out into the world, the, back to our families, to our community, when we go to school here in a couple of weeks, right? Like when we go to those places... It'd be real easy to settle for ordinary and just go through the motions and say, okay, yep, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna go to school, I might go to like an after school activity, then I'm gonna come home and like do nothing for hours and like maybe squeeze my homework into like the hour before I go to bed, but probably not, I'll do it in the homeroom. So like, you know, and we just kind of go through that and like we, we go to sleep and wake up the next day and it's the same thing. And I would argue this to you guys, no matter how hard we try, just going through the motions every day, it's impossible to do anything more than ordinary uh, unless we figure out this life that Jesus is calling us to. I, I think even as we start to get to know Jesus, maybe you do know Jesus a little bit and you've had a relationship with him, like it can still be easy to, to stop short uh, and just kind of still be ordinary as you're trying to follow Jesus. But I think Jesus invites us, he invites you, he invites me to an extraordinary Life. So let's not stop short. Let's figure out what that means. Here's what I think extraordinary life means. And I realize I've been saying that a lot this week, and it's kind of like just this idea that's out there. But let me kind of ground that for us here a little bit. There's a story in the Bible in the book of John, chapter 10, and Jesus is talking to some of his friends. He's talking uh, to Pharisees. He's talking to his disciples. There's people gathered around him, and he's just talking directly to them. And so today, like all this week, we've been talking about Jesus, like kind of interacting with different people. Today, I want you to know that Jesus is interacting with you. And when he's talking right here, he's speaking to you. So whatever your name is, wherever it says you, just fill in the blank. That's your name right there. You follow me? Yeah, we good? Cool. So uh, here's what it is. Here's what it says. Jesus said again, what I'm about to tell you is true. So you know it's going to be good. If it's true, it's good. Here it comes. I am like a gate For the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. So so everybody who's come before Jesus or around Jesus and said, Hey, 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 come this way. I can show you how to be happy. Like I can show you how to finally feel like you got it all together. I can I can show you the way to live. Like if you have this, if you do this thing, that'll be all good. Jesus says, No, those people are are like thieves and robbers. They're trying to steal like the, the life you're supposed to live away from you. He says this. I am like a gate. Anyone who enters through me will be saved. They will come in and they will go out and they will find plenty of food, not just like a little bit of food, not just like a smidge. They'll find plenty of food. A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus says to you, I have come so that they, I have come that you may have life and I want them to have it in the fullest possible way. Let me say that again. I have come, Jesus says, I have come so that you may have life and I want you to have it in the fullest possible way. I think Jesus makes it super clear, like abundantly clear. And when he says, hey, when you follow me, I need you to know that you are made for more. 
I need you to know that you are made for more than ordinary, that you are made for more than the other things that other people say, hey, you need to try this, you need to go this way and figure this out and just do what makes you happy and figure it out. Jesus says, no, you were made for more than that. I got a plan for you. I have something extraordinary for you. Here's what an extraordinary life looks like. And what I wanna talk about today is this, that, that knowing Jesus changes us. Like knowing Jesus changes us, it helps us live into, it helps us, it helps us have an extraordinary life. And here's what those things might look like. The first is this, like if we know Jesus, here's how it changes us. It gives us purpose. That if we know Jesus and we're trying to follow Jesus, it gives every single thing we do purpose. See, when you follow Jesus, when you know him, you are a light, the Bible says that, that Jesus, the, like the light that is Jesus, man, he gives that to you. And anywhere you go, you are a light in dark places. I do not have to convince you that there is darkness around you. Like when you go to school and the things that people say to each other and the things that maybe you've said to other people and you know people are hurting and, and you know you, you see that when you go around, man, you have an opportunity if you know Jesus to be a light in those Places It doesn't make it just going to school. It makes it being a light in the place that you have to be, in the place that you have been put. To. It allows us to love the people around us like Jesus loves them. It's not just going through the motions. Jesus says, no, I've created you so that everywhere you go, you can be like me to other people. If you know Jesus, here's how it changes you. It gives you hope. I mean, man, whatever you are walking through at home right now, whatever's going on with your friends, with your family, all around you, you gotta know that there is a God who is with you right there in the middle of it. He can look at those things and say, quiet, be still, and they listen because he is God and he is with you. And you gotta know, too, that that lasts. That's not just like a temporary thing. He says, no, that is for eternity, for forever, no Ending, I will always know you, you will always know me, and we will be together. I'm with you now, but it ain't gonna stop right here. If we know Jesus, it gives us hope. If you know Jesus, here's how it changes you. It gives you family. I mean, man, the the people, I said this yesterday, the people you came with, the people around you, the people in your group, your church, whatever, like, if if you know Jesus, that is your family, your brothers, your sisters, people that you can walk with and and lean on and rely on when it's tough, when it hurts, people are gonna be there for you. And none of them are perfect, but it's great because we're all in the same boat. Because we can all work through some of this stuff together and rely on on each other. And finally, there's a lot of other things, but I think this is the one that is most important because again, the question we try to answer a lot is who am I? And let me tell you this that when you know Jesus, here's how it changes you. It gives you a completely new identity. Like like when somebody asks you and you know Jesus, they say to you, "Who are you?" It completely changes your answer. Let me show you what I mean. I got one more thing that I just feel like this will kind of really help us see what I'm talking about here. Let me bring out my whiteboard easel. Excuse me. So here's my name tag. You know, you know those things you put on like whenever you go and like, I don't know what you use name tags for, but the thing that says, hello, my name is, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Sick. 
So, so here's mine. You can imagine this is on, you know, just on your shirt, whatever it is, and, and you're going to put your name here, but, but this is kind of the thing where when people look at you, this is what you're seeing. When people says, who are you, this is how you answer that question, and sometimes it's not just your name. Sometimes it's the things that we feel about ourselves, that we believe about ourselves, or the people other people say about us. Like a lot of times, honestly, it feels like this. Hello, uh, here's my identity. Here's who I am. I am, uh, I'm worthless. Honestly, like I, my life doesn't have much of a point. Um, here's who I am. I am a liar. I, I, only, I always lie. I can't tell the truth no matter who it is, no matter what we say. Um, I actually, who am I? Uh, I am my grades, actually. Um, and if I don't like hit all of those marks, get all the straight A's, and I don't like perform as much as I can, then I don't think like anybody in my family is still going to like want anything to do with me. Like this is the most important thing about me. Or maybe on the other side, like, yeah, I, I am my athletics and my sports. Like that, when you ask me who I am, yeah, who I am is that I need to be the best at this sport. And if I'm not, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. Maybe a lot of us feel like this. Um, I'm a mistake. Like everything I do is, is wrong. And, and everywhere, every place I go, I feel like I'm in the wrong place and it just doesn't work out. And, and a lot of us, we feel like this, that, that I, here's who I am. I'm, I'm just dirty. Like I, I know what I've been I know where I've been. I know what I've done. Other people know that about me. And whenever somebody says, who are you? This is all I can think of. This is what I say, who I am. And people ask us that. And these are the things that we feel about ourselves. And a lot of other things that I put out there, you, you could put whatever you want to fill in the blank there with, because that's kind of who we feel like we are. But what I need you to know, guys, is that when you know Jesus, this is not who you are. These things do not define you. Who you are when you know Jesus is this. These things are garbage. You are a child of God. That Jesus, that Jesus sees you and knows you and has paid for your life so that you're not defined by your mistakes or the other things that people say about you. You need to know that when someone says, who are you? Your answer is you are a child of God. Said and done. And that is the most important thing about you, no matter what you believe about yourself or no matter what other people say about you. When you know Jesus, it changes who you are. And it's this right here. Guys, and I want that to be something that when you go home, that even when it's difficult to remember that that is something that you're reminding yourself with. But I'll tell you what right now, it's gonna be a lot easier to remember that if you can step into those spaces with other people who are kind of pulling in the same direction. Guys, if you wanna know Jesus better, you gotta surround yourself with people you wanna be like. If you, if you wanna know who you are, actually not what other people say about you, you gotta surround yourself with people who believe that about themselves and you too. Guys, if you show me your friends, I can show you your future. If you show me the people you surround yourself with, I can tell you what kind of choices you're gonna make, the things that you're gonna do, and if you surround yourself with people who know that they're a child of God, that you're a child of God, and all these other labels and things that we stick on ourselves or people stick on us, that's, that's not it. That's not who we are. Then we're certainly gonna pull in that direction and believe that, guys, when you know Jesus, it changes us, it changes who we are, but, I, but you gotta know this too, that no one can make you want to know Jesus, or no one can make you know Jesus. You, you've gotta want it. Like, you've gotta have this desire that when you go home that, that you're gonna seek to know 
him better, a little bit more than you did before, maybe a little step each day, maybe figuring out, man, what is in this, but what does the Bible actually say about Jesus, not just what do I think about him? And maybe, man, that 20 minutes of silence was the, the first time I really prayed, but right now I, I want to talk to God just about anything. But, but guys, that's gotta be on us to say I, I want to do it. But if we surround ourselves with people who have those same wants and desires, man, that is certainly going to happen. My, 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 my final hope is this, that you would know Jesus so well, that you would know him so well that when you fail and fall short and make mistakes, that you don't run away. But you would know him so well that when we fail and fall short, that you would turn to him and you would run to him, not run away from him. You are not surprising him when you, when you fail or when you mess up. No, he sees you just as you are and he says, I, I just want you to know me right here. We'll, we'll figure out the rest. Guys, there is nothing special about this place. I mean, it's awesome. I love it here. It's one of my most favorite places on the earth. I'm so happy we could be here together this week. But you gotta know, there's not some sort of special magic at Surf City. Jesus goes with you when you get on those buses and go home today. That he's with you on the bus. He's with you when you get home. He's with you whatever is in line for you for the rest of the summer or next week. And, and maybe this week you, you were just trying to figure it out and you really didn't make any steps forward or anywhere. You just kind of stayed there. And, uh, but I need you to know too, like this isn't the only place that you, that you can give your life, your trust to Jesus. If you're still thinking about it, man, you can do that on the bus. Like talk to me and your leader and say, hey man, like this is something I want to do, or just, or, or when you get home, guys, listen, your leaders, they, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you call them up and say, hey, I want to talk about Jesus, they will buy you sheets, they will buy you Starbucks, like whatever you want to do, I'm putting them on the line right now. When you get home and you're still trying to figure this stuff out and you want to know Jesus better, call them up, because they're going to pay for it, all right? Guys, cash up, because here's the thing, these people, these people who came with, they love you, they're your family, and, and they want to help you understand this stuff too. Guys, if you heard nothing else this week, please hear this. Everybody look at me right now. I need you to know that, that the God of the universe sees you, and he knows your name, and he knows whatever you're walking through right now, and his name is Jesus, and he so desires for you to know him. Jesus is inviting you to follow him, and to know him. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you follow Jesus, he will show you an extraordinary life, fuller, bigger, and better than we could ever imagine or live into on our own. Hey, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for the awesome times we have had together here this week. And wherever we came from this week, whatever is going on in our lives, I pray that we would know that you are with us, you walk with us, and you desire for us to know you better every single day. So give us strength to do that when it's difficult. Give us strength to do that in the middle of the things that aren't exactly going our way, but help us to know that you have a plan for us that is bigger and better than we could ever imagine as we try to know you and step into a life that is extraordinary, anything but ordinary. We thank you for this time, this place, and the family that we have around us. Help us to know you more every single day. We pray this in your name. Would somebody say amen? Amen. amen.